0: So I'm just sitting here on a Sunday evening, thinking about—I don't know—thinking about just my career right now and, and what I'm trying to do. I think, for transparency purposes, I'm still in the process of looking for my next full-time gig. Um, I'm spending some time. I'm spending some time somewhat deep into the the DNI and HR tech space with with a company called Mindstand. Stewarding partnerships there and making relationships in that sector and but really also doing like high-level high-level like CEO type level strategic strategy for the business model itself Um, Thinking about internal teams and Shipping product out while also thinking about integrations and partnerships at a high level and licensing deals things like that Um, I'm still studying pretty pretty intently I could be doing a lot more, but I'm still doing that. Um, Still working with who would why trying to trying to take take on certain projects strategically there to uh, sharpen my head of people type skill sets. And then, you know, still managing beyond brand studios, which is doing incredibly well for the moment. And I think I'm trying to make it a long lasting well. You know, and so we have, who do we have? We have myself, Brian. We got about a seven person team right now. Um, probably could scale to probably 10 to 12. Looking at some other business models there and, and really just also looking to improve that product and that service too. And so that's kind of how I'm spending my time. Writing, speaking also, still doing that obviously this podcast. So that's how I'm spending my time. Right. And so I'm sitting here reflecting on that and I'm reflecting on how this all started. Right. I'm reflecting on what I really believe when it comes to employees, when it comes to organizations, when it comes to leadership, when it comes to um, just trying to do things very simplistic and, and, and at a good human being level and and in trying to put employees first, and so I'm uh, I'm going to talk about how to reduce frictions. Talk about how to reduce frictions when it comes to a new team, new a new hire. Um, how to re- how to reduce frictions within a small team setting, like a, maybe a startup of fifty or hundred. Um, I don't know, just the, the the psychology of it. I think actually, let's start there. I think just at the psychology level something we have to understand is we have to understand how, how thoughts are formed at a human, you know, at a neuroscience level, how perspectives are formed, how threat responses can form, how um, perspectives and opinions of others can, can create stories and narratives in our minds that can control certain decisions that we make. And so I, I think, I think it's important to understand that stuff, right? And And I don't think enough leaders are really understanding that stuff. So, Starting there is always a great idea, right? Studying, starting at the neuroscience, psychology level of the mind, of the brain, how we put thoughts together, how, how human beings' personalities actually tick is a really good idea. Moving beyond that, connected to friction inside of organizations, I then think about, okay, how can I stop as a leader paradigms from bouncing off of each other in a negative way? I'll give you very clear examples. You know, we, as we think about communication style, as we think about ego, as we think about um, decision-making models and preferences, um, timing of communication, structure and style of communication, perspectives on decisions that are made or communication styles that are made, and and, and opinion, opinion opinionated. I can't even talk here. Moments that we have when we think about certain things. So. They, that's the psychology that I think about when I'm, when I'm always trying to either put together a team, look at things that have not gone well in my career, and, and and analyze friction. I've dealt with someone that's had a lot of friction. You know, there was a lot of friction in my startup EX team. You know, and I think trying to start an organization where everyone has equal, equal shares and, and equal decision-making rights and power structures and, and – um, yeah, it's, it's it's weird having that many cooks in the kitchen out a really high level strategic perspective. Um, I, think, I think there's a lot to be said where people, you know, two leaders at the top of the organization that can cause friction is when both are not analyzing their true skill set. When one thinks one is more skilled in a certain task that is needed for the business than the other, and then the other is feeling hurt and, you know, undermined because... They do have great skill. Maybe it doesn't come in the shape, form, color, and and you know maybe it doesn't look how your skill looks, but it's still valuable based off of what the company needs now. But there's very much of a you know a misaligned point of view there, and and that causes distrust. That causes big bold statements that are a bit abrasive. Um, that causes awkward moments. So that can cause friction in new teams and organizations. So. Um, those are all the things that I think about, honestly, right, as a leader, when I think about, you know, reduction of, of friction or what can cause friction and the psychology behind it. So now getting to the tactical of, like, OK, how do we stop those things? I think I think something I've learned a lot is, you know, with, what Beyond Brand Studios frankly does, you know, it, it really helps the recruiting function. Right. And we, we try to put a pause on friction there. Just the facilitation process alone, just the documenting of the content alone gives organizations and applicants an upper hand when it comes to truly understanding what they're getting into, right? When it comes to truly understanding, uh, truly understanding inevitably those things that can cause potential frictions proactively and transparent, transparently from their supervisor and their team members and things of that nature. So they, again, so they can prep and prime their minds of, of joining that team. That is, that is a version, a tactical variable of, of, of avoiding a friction, right? Or reducing the, you know, reducing the, the moments where friction can occur. If you have a very clear understanding of how, This role is going to uh, how you're going to be analyzed based off of your performance with this role. If you know about that proactively or or if you know proactively how they give feedback and you know that feedback style or those examples don't resonate well with you based off of prior experiences, you know, to avoid these, you, you know, to avoid that job. So that's something tactical. I think now once they're in the organization, something I've been a big fan of is these user guides, right? And I think beyond brand would even be a nice probably even have like a second service underneath un, underneath of it where once once they get the beyond brand content done, they turn them into even more detailed, tangible, written out user guides that explains even the deepest rabbit holes. User guides very similar to what they do in onboarding processes. Right? And um So literally explaining in depth, like, let me, let me see if I can pull up an example here. Like, like, like user guys, I gotta, I gotta really explain it to you. So you actually know what I'm saying here. Like, for instance, uh, let me see. Like, for instance, um, one-on-ones, we maintain Google Docs that, that we collaborate on. Um, This is mostly your time and your agenda our one-on-one check-ins will be in this type of structure. We will be focusing on, you know, personal issues, broad strategy questions, uh, mission leaders, activities, um, professional development moments and strategy, discussing concerns. Um, during one-on-ones, I typically like to have one-on-ones between the hours of 10 and 11 and, and 1130 and here are the reasons why. And, and here's what I'll be doing when I will analyze certain emails you send. And here's how I like my emails formatted. Like, you see what I'm saying? Like, like user guides, Coming from supervisors, like detailed variables of literally how to be the best player on this particular team for me as a leader, for me as the coach. Right. So it puts organizations in a position of very authentic and and honest power. But then on the other side, it gives the applicants an an opportunity and now employees an opportunity to either. And I hate to say like this, get down or lay down or not. And then the or not is actually in a good way. They can't get down with how that is, whether it's just not, you know, not going to put them in the best performance state, or maybe it's just emotionally or values-based, or where they are in their career, they just don't resonate, it's a good idea to get out of a company like that. It's a good idea to know about that proactively, even before you accept the organization's um, offer letter, right? So these are things that I think about when I think about avoiding friction or or breaking up friction. These are things that go through my mind. And uh, I think it's important to share these thoughts. So as always, this is AJ, and uh, I've tried to bring value. Thanks a lot.